Oh. M. Mom! Hi guys, welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. I'm your host, Maddie Morphosis, and if you're watching this, you are now officially a bimbo. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> because on the show today, we have the TikTok megastar and now pop icon, Chrissy Shepeka. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I know you you are now a, the, the first um, non-drag race guest to be on the show. That is like so pivotal. You, you have to set the bar, you have to set the standard for everyone else. That's like insane. But like I'll get on drag race soon, guys. Like just don't worry about yeah, it. Like, her I'll tape her tape is in. Se it's in yeah, season Ru 16. Rue and I have been texting actually. Like it's been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad Rue actually acknowledges somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, I mean, what can I say? Like, pretty mm -hmm. smart, bimbo, mm -hmm. perfect. You, you're the, yeah, you're, you're what she wanted sugar to be. That's <gasps> important. You, <laughs> you can't say that. Yeah, I, can say I that. didn't say it, though. Sugar, I love you, and you know what you yeah. were in my music video, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're contractually obligated to, to be kind. Contractually? Yeah. No, no, it, the love is real. The love comes from here, <laughs> I swear. And here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna stop and lose my place on these cards. Oh, live your back. truth. So there's gonna be a bunch of pauses and stuff. That's so, so fine because just, I don't know how you would do that any other way. No, like actual, like actual talk shows and like syndicated professional things where they know what they're doing. I don't know how they just go through the whole interview. Drugs. Just talking drugs. <laughs> well, I mean, without losing like their spot and stuff. Oh, and, like drugs. carrying a conversation. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like no, not, not the ones you're thinking of. Different drugs. Oh, okay. Just yeah, you know, you yeah. get it if you get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The girls that get it, get, get it. it. And the girls that don't, don't oh. have grappling drug addiction. No, yes. yeah. <laughs> the name Shepeka is not the most common name. I don't, I don't know many like Shepekas out there. That's a, like, how does it? Do you feel like a, a like a, a weight on you being the most famous Shepeka? The weight of the world is on me because it's like I'm the most famous Shepeka in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, like. It's a lot of pressure. You have to be um, the representative. I'm the representation for the Shepekas, and mm -hmm. whether they like it or not, yeah. Which what I'm saying is they don't. Yeah. Um, it's me. At the end of the day, like yeah. it's always gonna be me. Like a lot of people, whenever they get in the music industry, they're like, I'm gonna change my name, do something like punchy or different, you know, right. something. But you're just like, no, my government name. That is my stage name. Right. No, literally. Well, it's honestly like. I was thinking of dropping the last name because it's so hard to say, but like I keep it out of spite a little bit. And like something about me is that like I am a spiteful bitch mm -hmm. um, to a fault, like not really to a fault, but to a fault. I am um, not a lot of people maybe in the Shepeka family are very happy that mm -hmm. they're related to me. And knowing that I was like, I have to keep this forever. Yeah. So if they want me to change my name, I won't, but they can. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably like some like ancestor from way back that mm -hmm. was like someone fighting for like women's suffrage or something that she's like a dad. She's like, hell yeah, we did it. There's like, someone. Someone, yeah, there's a couple of people that are probably looking up or down, you know, proud of you. Definitely looking up. Like, I, looking like up. the They're thing looking... is like, I'm sure it's all looking up. I went to a psychic once though, and they told me that my dog is, um, <laughs> what is it called? They're like a dead family member watching over me. And so I'm like, if my dog, Sugar, is proud of me, then like there is an ancestor somewhere that's like, hell yeah, bitch. Mm -hmm. Like even if it's just your dog, as long as somebody's looking out for you, someone's at your best interest at heart. Yeah, some someone's rooting for you. It's like someone's rooting for me. Yeah, like, yeah. As I'm sobbing through this now. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't I don't need my family. I have my dog and like a bunch of kids on TikTok. And like my I'm cool. golden. And your and yeah, and your Beverly Hills mansion. It's like I'm good. <laughs> I'm golden. Yeah, no, exactly. Cause that's my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm actually not the first Drag Race alum that you filmed any kind of content with because you just released your music video, Brat, a couple weeks ago with uh, Sugar and Spice. I did, yeah. Yeah. H how did you link up with the twins? Were you just like run into each other in LA? Did they reach out to you or TikTok fame? I mean, it was TikTok. I've been mutuals with both of them for like, oh my God, like three years now. I think like right when I blew up um, <clears throat> was when that we had followed each other. So mm -hmm. we've been like internet friends for so long. So I got to see them like, you know, before Drag Race and just doing their thing online and absolutely like 
killing it. Like them and I, like, and a couple other people, like, definitely started that whole like bimbo movement and like all embraced it. I was gonna say, like, the, with the timeline you're talking about, you get y'all started around the same time on TikToks when y'all both started to take off. Right yeah. when you were starting to do bimbo TikToks and whenever they were starting to jump into their shoes and have a different outfit, like, you know. Yeah. So it's like y'all literally like were hitting your strides at around the same time and then just converged and, then, and now it's here yeah i mean because i think at the end of the day all three of us are bimbos like i feel like a mixture of both of them in the mm -hmm. best way possible <laughs> yeah i was gonna say you're going through eras because you were very like bubble gum very pink it was very sugar and now you're entering into more of a spice era no like you said it's like i hung out with spice once and now i'm just like completely yeah. changed for the better <laughs> yeah it's like you just like shook her hand and then immediately you got like black highlights in your hair no like it, it just... was actually insane yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they're great i mean like they the minute i I moved to LA because I just moved so recently like both of them just like took me under their wing and were like oh like we'll take care of you like we'll make sure you're like safe and like we'll make sure you have friends and mm -hmm. like you're not lonely which was like so fantastic to have like just coming to a new city and like being you know a little mm -hmm. a little nervous about where am yeah. I at? Especially like LA. Because I've, I've LA, of all the cities I've been to, LA is probably the most like intimidating. It's just like yeah. so huge. There's so many people. I was like, how do people make it here? How do people meet people? Yeah. Like one thing about me though is like, I don't know anyone. Like, like in the sense of like, like someone can be like, do you know this celebrity? And I'm like, no. Mm. Like, and I think that's kind of what makes LA a little easy because if you don't know anyone around you, they're just people. Mm. And so it's like not as intimidating. Why, why are you so like, ignorant of pop culture in the world around you because I mean, I mean i'm sure your, your family is a little religious but they weren't like pentecostal no it's because i was a theater kid oh <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like you don't know like what's happening in pop culture but you know every song from hamilton front to back oh bitch of course yes yeah. like sunday in the park with george mm. like come on let's get into curtains like it was it was kind of crazy i was so like my dream as a kid was like broadway like i'm gonna be a star like i'm gonna that's where I'm going to be in New York City. And that was my, like, goal forever. I worked mm. towards it for, like, 18, 19 years of my life. And then uh, I went to school for it. And I was like, I hate this. Like, this is the worst <laughs> thing I could have ever decided to do. You're looking in the mirror. You're like, what have I become? No, literally, it was when they were, like, I was singing. Oh, what, what? song was I saying? I was singing some song for some class and they were like think about your trauma like get into it and they're like screaming at me and I was like this you're, is like you're, you're performing cats you're like what? <laughs> I was literally like performing Macavity and they're like think about your sexual trauma and I was like whoa <laughs> can I leave? Yeah. <laughs> like anyone who has gone through like musical theater school like entirely like the full four years like mm -hmm. I I praise you because I did a semester and I was like, get me the hell mm -hmm. out of here. They're broken individuals. Yeah. Like, yeah. and like, uh, as a broken individual to another, like, good for you mm -hmm. because like, you were stronger than I was. Yeah. <laughs> you either drop out or live long enough to see yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> off Broadway. <laughs> like literally. Yeah. Like. <laughs> as someone that wasn't like super ingrained into pop culture, but is now in pop music, do you feel like you're appropriating pop culture? You feel like you are invading the space of no. other pop divas. And well, now like the way you're coming out. <laughs> no, because I think I'm just kind of doing it in my own way. Like I do think I'm doing it in a way that is so like theatrical, mm -hmm. like and so true to like 10-year-old, 12-year-old, 16-year-old me. Like the way I've just like developed as a human being, especially like with the new stuff I'm recording too. Like it's just becoming like, there is a lot of inspiration from, like, all the pop divas, like, obviously, Christina, Brittany, Slater, like, all these, like, women I really look up to. But, like, I don't, in a way, feel like I'm copying anything because it's, like, I've built my brand the past three years. I know what I'm doing. Mm. I know my voice. I know what I'm capable of. So I'm just going to do it. Damn. Yeah. So, so you, by the way. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, so much vitriol. You're gonna be the first person outside of Drag Race and the last. I'll be like, these people, they don't they don't know the vibe. They're attacking me in my own home. I'm so You're supposed sorry. to just let me insult you and you roll with it. Oh, right. Roll over and show me your belly like all the other drag queens. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They throw it back too and I just edit it out. Right. <laughs> so for the people that, the uninitiated, what in your words is a bimbo? Oh, I mean, I think a bimbo for me is just such a celebration of femininity of my femininity of uh, how I walk through the world of you know 
a different type of intelligence that maybe isn't like what societal standards would like the bimbo or a person or a girl or whoever to be like just kind of like I don't know like the way I've lived my life for the past 23 years like that's a bimbo to me mm -hmm. in the most positive form and I you're always it. a bimbo I think I was always a bimbo like there were things I just didn't care about and things I really cared about and I think the things I really cared about were things that people were like why why are you doing that why are you into that like why why is it something like you want to do with your life like dress the way I do speak the way I do like give advice the way I do make music the way I do this like I think I've been told no so many times but every single time I've always been like, eh, I'm going to do it anyway. Like, I don't really care. And it's like gotten me so far because of it, which is phenomenal. I think people would look at me and be like, you're obviously doing what you're doing for men, like mm -hmm. the way you dress. But I think a lot of it has been kind of taking that power back from the man or from the male gaze in a way. Like, I feel like I've just been sexualized so much in my life, like even as like a little kid, mm. um, without myself allowing it to be that way. Mm. Like I have been through a lot at a very young age and like continued to be into my like early 20s up until I was able to almost like reclaim that power back mm -hmm. and decide to do it for myself. And so when I dress like this, like it's completely my decision. It's not mm -hmm. someone else's. It's not what someone yeah. else is looking for or what they want, if that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I think just a lot of like being a bimbo and like being how I am is just doing it like for me. Yeah. Something I got to take back. Yeah. It's a being a bimbo isn't about male gratification. It's about yeah. like dressing for yourself, embracing the sexuality that was like thrust upon you in a sense. Absolutely. Because it's just like there is so much art and like mm -hmm. beauty in sexuality that like doesn't have to be sexualized in that way for men mm -hmm. like celebrating myself celebrating my own femininity and my own sexuality for me like mm -hmm. no one else gets to touch that no one else gets to be in that bubble unless I allow them to mm -hmm. which like has taken a lot of strength and like power to be able to do that mm -hmm. and I'm happy to because now it's like I love wearing this and I love looking how I do and like knowing like it's for me and it's for me to look at myself in the Starbucks windows and be like, that mm -hmm. bitch is so hot. <laughs> yeah. But now you like it from the other side of the Starbucks glass. So. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> me in my little Starbucks uniform wishing I was the girl checking herself out. Yeah. Like, like a window. girl that looked dressed like you is walking by the window just like looking at herself and you're just like, wow, I wish that could be me someday. And now it is. Like pouring a latte. Yeah. I was like, ugh, like that's so sick. Does the way did that ever hit you that like, for a lot of girls looking out the Starbucks window that you're that girl for them. Do you ever feel the weight of that? Oh, God. I mean, I definitely sometimes it's hard to, like, comprehend that the things I do and say and just, like, how I exist is so pivotal for other people. But to see, like, the reaction to me online is, like, so positive and so, like, yes, like, we love this. We want to embrace this, like... Even like two and a half years in, it is a little difficult to like comprehend and to see like people do look at me and they get inspired by it. And it is a way that they can like heal themselves. Mm -hmm. And like it's cool to like to think like, oh, 19 year old me would have loved this version of me. Like I would have looked at her and been like, that's exactly what I want to be. That's exactly how I want to walk through this world. Mm -hmm. And I'm so like. It's really just like a lot of what I do is for like little Chrissy who was so powerless. And now me, like mm -hmm. I took all that power and was like, fuck yeah. So like the juxtaposition between where you are now. Because you're like, wow, I want to dress like that. And meanwhile, back then you're Eponine in <laughs> Les Mis. I was Eponine. How would you know that? Do my research on things. <laughs> Not your deep dive of me. Yeah. <laughs> and you said my last name right, which literally like shocked me when you did that. Well, okay. So like whenever, whenever I was reaching out to you, like it's one of those things where it's like, I see the name, I hear mm. it every now and then, but it doesn't like stick because it's such like a unique name. Right. But then after like having to type it into Google enough times, I'm just like, okay, now I have it down. Like. <laughs> Every variation, every pronunciation, even the wrong ones. I right. got it. Yeah. That was like crazy. Like, honestly, like usually I'm so used to people saying it wrong that like mm. it doesn't phase me 
if they do, and it doesn't bother me much either. It's, it's that L that sneaks in. She's weird. Yeah, she's a quirky girl. Like, I don't know what, like, my family, like, also can't, like, decide, like, if it's pronounced or not. Like, it's literally a split between our family. Mm. Is it, like, it's the schlepeka? Is that, like, more the English pronunciation, or is it more the, it's it's a Czech, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I literally don't know, though, because I do get comments from people who are like Polish from, queen. like Polish yeah. or like from Czech and they're like that's not how you say it and I'm like I don't know <laughs> like <laughs> literally like I don't know how to say my name either so it's like it's kind of a question mark and a mystery like I'm just saying it how my dad told me to and so if it's anyone's fault it's yours Tom mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out Tom shout out to Tom I love you It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You have a lot of tattoos. Whenever you uh, film the Bratz music video, or not Bratz, Brat singular, when you film the Brat... <laughs> I don't want to get copyrighted. <laughs> when you film the Brat music video, I know something was really off for me when I was like watching it. Like in the beginning, I couldn't place what it was. And then I realized it's because you had your tattoos completely covered. Yeah. How weird was that? After living with tattoos for so long, then to cover them up and see yourself in the mirror, did you feel like you were looking back at like the old Chrissy? Yes. Like yeah. everything you just said, yes. I... While they were doing it, and I was, like, watching them, like, they put, like, the red cover-up on it first and then, like, matched my skin tone. It was, like, completely gone. I was, like, I was honestly freaking out inside a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. my anxiety levels were peaking because I did kind of feel like it really just was, like, I feel like the lowest point in my life was at, like, 19, like, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And that was before I had really gotten, like, covered and stuff. And so it did feel like I was kind of, like regressing into that again and especially for the storyline of the music video it kind of was like that like this like doll looking girl who like doesn't have a hold on herself like in any way and then there's these two like drag queens that come in who are like let's fix this bitch like that really was like what had happened to me like especially like with my relationship with like drag and like the Chicago drag scene I like I had they had known me from TikTok but like Obviously, things are still a journey for me and like being embraced so much mm-hmm. by the drag community and the queer community there. Like it did turn me into this girl. Like I know I'm an honorary drag queen to Fo- them. Fox News was right. It corrupted. <laughs> she was just a humble Catholic. Humble. Humble. Like one thing about me people would say is that I'm so humble. You're the most humble person mm. you, you know. Yeah. No, like on earth, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I've, oh, yeah. And everyone's been saying that. Mm-hmm. They're like, Chrissy, she's humble. Yeah. <laughs> Off-brand water is not the sponsor of this episode, by the way, Mm-mm. just so you know. Just so you know, it's the tits. Mm-hmm. Both sets. <laughs> a fan actually uh, gave me that at DragCon. Um, this is amazing. And if the person that made this is watching, if you ever felt like sending me one, like, <laughs> <laughs> my DMs are open. Yeah. You can't find, you can't find that at Walmart. No. Uh, we support local artists mm-hmm. everywhere we go. <laughs> as 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 local artists ourselves, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we use the word, I use the word art loosely. Like right. I tell people all the time they bring me stuff and I'll be like, wow, you are like actually talented. This is amazing. <laughs> I get it. No, I get it. It's like I'm just like being a girl. Literally like, just a girl. Th- like other people are like really queening out and I'm like, I'm just being a girl. Mm-hmm. Like you guys deserve this more than me. <laughs> yeah. Like who is Chrissy Slepeka? It's like just a girl. Just a girl. Just, just, she just like is a girl and mm-hmm. she's a girl. Mm-hmm. That's it. As, yeah, assigned girl at birth, stayed girl, stayed girl, is girl. We want, will like, be you girl. know, like, and we have our questions, but we don't need to go into that. Oh, questions? You know, sometimes it's just like girl, and then sometimes it's like girl, and then oh, sometimes like, it's like girl, and then it's like girl, but then sometimes it's like girl, but then it's like girl. She, literally just a girl? Question mark. Yeah, and, like, every time I say that, like, there is, like, the hidden question mark. Mm -hmm. Like, she's just kind of blurred out a little bit. Yeah, it's, like, just a girl, and then, like, parentheses, tentatively. Yeah, no, it's, like, who knows? Yeah. 
I don't either. <laughs> like, yeah. The thing about me is I don't know either. Yeah, well. But we're saying. <laughs> we're going we're to revisit in like however here. long. It'd be a completely different person. Right. Who knows? Yeah. You're going to be like, <laughs> I'm, you're like, I'm literally just a guy. I'm literally just a guy. Maybe that will be my arc one day. But like, who knows? Wait till the next album. The next so you, Yeah. That way, because if you're going to go through these changes, you might as well monetize it. You know? <laughs> no. You're already going through the identity, you know? Right. Literally, why not? <laughs> So I want to talk about the old Chrissy for just a little bit. Take us back. Obviously, you're here now. You made it finally. But let's see how we got here. So going back, say around like seven year old Chrissy, mm-hmm. did you like were you wanted to be a pop star when you were that age? Obviously, you went more towards theater. But like, was there like a phase where that planted the seed of like, I'm going to be a pop star one day? Yeah, absolutely. I think what happened was like theater, like Broadway felt more realistic in a sense, than, like, pop star, like, Britney Spears. Like, that just felt so unreachable. Mm -hmm. So, like, but, yeah, like, a seven-year-old me, I literally was, like, listening to, like, all the Hannah Montana CDs. Like, whenever that, like, Miley and Hannah CD came out, like, you know I was in my room screaming, like, the seven things I hate about you. Like, with my little, like, fake microphone, like, doing choreography. Like, anytime you left a room, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally every time. Yeah. Like I still might do that. And like it's it's insane. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it is something like I've always tried for. And then I think, yeah, like getting a little older, I was like, that's like too big and shiny. I can't, I don't know how to do that. I can't figure that out. Like theater I can do at my local um, hotel, <laughs> like, or my local middle school or some like weird community theater that'll let me in. So I was like, this is what I can do. Mm-hmm. Let's be realistic. I love that like at seven years old, you're like, let's keep it realistic here. No, Other kids are like, I want to be an astronaut. You're like, Act- pop star is too much for me. Maybe we'll go off Broadway. <laughs> no, like that's so me coded. Like at seven <laughs> was also when I decided to start going by Chrissy because mm-hmm. my full name is like Christine. But I was like, God, Christine is just way too serious for a girl like me. Mm-hmm. I was like, it has to be Chrissy. Like, I remember, like, riding my bike with my best friend at 7. And he was like, oh, are you, like, you're going by Chrissy now? I was like, yeah, like, Christine's so mature. Like, that's, like, an adult's name. Like, why was I talking like that? It's, I don't know why I was traumatized. But, yeah. like. Yeah, the fact that, like, you were, like, pragmatic at 7. So, it's, like, something stunted you, for sure. Like, it's pretty fierce, but it's also, like, oh, that could probably be mm. depressing. And it was. But, like, yeah. we slayed. Christine is like an old lady name. Is that your grandma's name? No. I don't know my grandma. No. I know my grandma's name. <laughs> not, not you trying to act ignorant of your grandma. <laughs> well, like, they all died before oh. I knew them. Oh, well. Rest in peace. Queen. Maybe one of them is my dog now, mm-hmm. though. It's like, Grandma, stop pooping on the floor. <laughs> no, literally, like, Grandma, why did you eat my tampon? <laughs> grandma, stop. <laughs> stop. Grandma's crazy for this one. She's just... She's just cuckoo bananas a little bit. Grandma's just boot scooting on the floor. <laughs> She's just living her life. Yeah. And like, I would do if I was a dog. Yeah. Like, I do now. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck it. Why wait for reincarnation? Yeah. Hang on. That is so true. Mm-hmm. Why not just do it all now? Yeah. Why not? Simple. Let's bust out these nice. lives. Just do it all. Yeah. Hey. She also did tell me I had like 20 lives. And this was my last one. So I was going to do it right. And I was like... Are this you, is what you settled sure? on? Like, this is what's doing this lifetime right. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll take it, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I'm humble, remember, at the end of the day. I feel like if it was my last one, I'd be like, let's go ahead and do hardcore drugs. No, <laughs> right. You know? Like, why not, actually? Yeah. Why it's not? like, this is your last life. You're going to take depression medication? Like, no, <laughs> go full out. That's why I can never keep taking them. Like, I always start, like, a Lexapro with Zoloft or something. Then it's, like, two months in, and I'm like, it's not working. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm just going to go. I'm going to be crazy. Go off my meds. And then it's, like, two months later, I'm on a new one. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's life, baby. That's just who we are and all that jazz. Everyone goes through phases. You go through prescriptions. It's just. <laughs> like, one thing about me is I love a prescription. Yeah. I'm in my lithium phase right now. Like, just, like, don't, like, not even talk about it. You should just title your albums, just, like, whatever medication you're prescribed right now. Oh, my God. I really should. What was it? Just propranolol. Era 2. Era 2 for Chrissy. (laughs) (laughs) We love it. Whenever I see all your TikToks, hear your music, I don't think theater kid initially. Mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like the brand. Like, you don't seem like the other theater kids that I grew up with. (laughs) Like that, like the person you are now does not look like the person in this picture. These are this is a different person <laughs> entirely. <laughs> like this is this is a whole nother person. You dug, you dug through 
I'm like going to kill you after this. <laughs> you dug through my Facebook, didn't you? I was like, oh my God. Like, no, actually, your Facebook is like shut down tight. She's shut down. Mm-hmm. She's shut down because of this exactly. Like this <laughs> is the like, this is why we should never look through my Facebook. <laughs> and how did you get this? Just researching. God. And I was an actor. You see that? Mm-hmm. I said I made a face. No, yeah. Acting. No, it's it's like whenever I was like looking through, I was like, oh, you know, find out like where'd she come from? What's the story? I thought I was gonna find like a bunch of like serious like, pictures and headshots. And there's just so many pictures of like, you just like in musicals, just being silly goofy. <laughs> like silly, it's goofy literally girl. just me being silly goofy girl yeah. in musicals. But it's like you were saying you channel like a lot of that into like your music now because it's a lot more like theatrical themes, characters, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. I think like something I've been experimenting more with too is like actually creating like a storyline in my music, like a beginning, middle and end. Um, Because it's just so fun. Like I love to listen to a song and be like, where is this going? Like lyrically, like Mm -hmm. I think that's something that's just so interesting that I haven't heard a lot of just yet. And so it is really cool to have those like specific references because I think it just keeps it keeps it fresh. Whenever you drop your first album, are you going to call it a concept album? Or are you not that pretentious yet? Oh, I'm pretentious. Oh, are you and pretentious? I'm humble. And you're humble. Okay. Like one thing about me is so like, it's going to be a concept album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Like, mm-hmm. um, like I'm going to be like the blonde Melanie Martinez. This <laughs> is going to be my circus. I mean, we'll see. Um, <laughs> oh, I used to have a desk here. I just like muscle just memory. Just, just, just chuck her. Drama. She doesn't like the thing about her is she doesn't need to be here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but no. She is here though. But she is, and she part. is in me. Like I do actually like. That girl is so, like, she's so pivotal. Like, she she created this for me as well. Like, if I didn't do all those, like, years of theater, like, I would not be confident enough to, like, sit here mm-hmm. and, like, talk the way I am or to, like, make the music I do. Like, it's... She lives in you. Okay, go okay, yeah. We're still talking about theater. Okay. We're, we're good on the place. We still got it. Okay. Not a lot. I'm not, I'm not like super deep. No, no, no. I love it. I'm just like, oh, that photo just like <laughs> changed me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I haven't seen her in a while. No. That was the girl from the uh, the beginning of the Brat music video. That was the girl. And she had the like Anastasia like eyebrows too. Like the like really like. Oh, the long ones? The really long ones. Like I looked back the other day at my eyebrows and like I was drawing two giant C's above my eyes and not one person told me that it was that bad and that's how I know I was wildly hated Mm -hmm. because like not one person was like girl your eyebrows well that's a shared experience you have with like every drag queen because they go to shows everyone tells them they're sickening bachelorette parties or tell them how the most beautiful person ever then they go on drag race and get red for their makeup (laughs) and it's like wow Oh. Which someone would have told me before I got here. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm talking about other people. Oh, yeah, not you. Yeah, no. And the thing is, I'd never think it was you. Yeah. Never. But I was imagining, yeah, you're going through, so, you're, you literally went through, like, twice as much product than you needed. So, like, you were refilling your little eyebrow pins twice as often Instantly. as, like, the average person. And, like, I didn't have enough money to do that. Like, I was I was stealing those. Like, the little, what was it? The, the oh, my God, it oh, was the, a specific the little, one. It little, was in the pot. The pomade. Pomade. The, the, yeah, the brown pomade. It was pomades. that. Like, I was, like, going into Sephora, like, putting it down my, like, oh, my God. I stole so much as a kid. I got, I had to, like, go to community service for it for so long because I would just steal so Community much. service? You got yeah. arrested? Yeah, I guess so. I was, like, six. Yeah, I got arrested. <laughs> Were you in a cop car, handcuffs or anything? No, I was just, like, in a Target. Oh, okay. And, like, the police came and they're, like. That was bad. I literally tried stealing like 50 bras. Like it was actually insane. You're just like walking out. You just have a bunch of lumps under your shirt. Literally. I went in with a Target bag that was completely like nothing was in it and walked out with it full. But like didn't go to like it was so dumb. Of all places. Again, like not to judge a book by its cover, but like if I saw you now, I'd be like that girl used to steal from like wet seal. Not Target. Um, yeah. Know. I mean, like, what... I, I don't know what really went through me. Like, I, I was a big stealer at Forever 21. Like, I'd always steal the earrings. Mm-hmm. Um, any clothes. Yeah, you just, like, go into the dressing room with, like, a bunch of shit so they couldn't see and then wear it under. Especially mm-hmm. in the winter. It was really easy to steal, if anyone was wondering. Winter is prime time in Chicago. Um, we don't condone it, though. No! You might lose monetization. That's something they strike for. Deceptive really? practices, encouraging bad behavior. So is this whole thing, like, gonna, like, not, like, you're not gonna get paid because I'm on it now? I don't know. 
Maybe okay. I'll just market as educational and title it like what not to be and maybe they'll get scraped by it. I don't know. We'll One thing it about it is don't steal. Like all I'm saying is don't steal. Mm. But what you would do back in the day. What I would do back in the day was I'd wear a really big coat. Mm. I'd walk into a Forever 21, get a bunch of clothes, wear half of them on my body, zip the coat up, mm. put the rest away and just leave. And I had some pretty cute outfits back then. You just left that mall every day with a thick ass parka. I really just, did. Yeah. I really did. I mean, with Chicago, it wasn't winters, a it wasn't a puffer coat when you showed up, but mm-hmm. it definitely was when you left. No, like every time. That was like when I worked at Starbucks too. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I would literally leave. I would come in with a backpack that was like completely empty, and then leave with it completely full because I would just steal like all the oat milk mm-hmm. and like the lemonades and stuff. Because I was like, I'm not gonna buy oat milk. Yeah. I'm going to steal it if it's right there. Like me and her, we used to work at a we used to work at Chili's together for a little while. Love is it love. It was like what well, she was working there and I got fired from a job, so I just like we needed I needed to work. So she got me a job there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we used to stealing food all the time. Right. Because like restaurant ranch is the best ranch. It's the best ranch. So it's like, yeah, we're gonna steal some. Yeah. Okay. It's also like we're working for like minimum wage and like dealing with horrible customers. Like, mm-hmm. of course I'm gonna steal from this corporation. Yeah, you justify it to yourself. You're like, I deserve this. No, exactly. Like as I'm leaving with a backpack full of oat milk on my like walk home, getting on the like the owl, I'm like, this was all worth it in the end. Yeah. Thank you. And then you just throw it into one of your 14 bedrooms. You're like, I just did it for the thrill of it. Yeah, just for the thrill. Yeah. Just for the thrill. Like, collections weren't calling me at that point in my life. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but I feel like with your music, obviously because it's like your theater background, I, unlike some pop singers, I feel like you actually are a really good singer. Yeah. But with your theater background, a lot of the songs you sang, when can we expect, like, ballads, like, slower songs? Like, when are we going to get, oh, like, no, don't like this Chrissy? <laughs> Oh my god! I'm like not listening right now. Da, 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 da. We, we, are we getting into this? Wait, we're for the run. Oh, that was so bad. That was like. When are we gonna get like that? The slow Chrissy? Is that gonna be like the next album? Because you got the concept album. Like, if you got room. God, like that literally broke something in me as you fucking played that. Like. <laughs> Like literally, I couldn't listen. Like yeah. I, li- if I wanted to, like I couldn't. Like there's, thank God, <laughs> saved by the fucking bell for a second. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you. I like, really are a good singer. Like you got some pipes on you, but I feel like a lot of people, you know, like a lot of the songs you're doing, are, like very like poppy. But like, when are you really gonna like let them have it? You know, give them a good lightly um, auto tune like ballad. You know. Yeah, I mean. That's so, I think what I'm doing right now is like I'm trying to finish off this like pop, this straight pop era with my music with like a mixtape soon, which is super exciting. And it's going to be a lot of like kind of pretty similar to like the I'm So Hot, the Alpha, like that kind of sounding stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, There will be some belty moments. There might be a ballad for you on there. Mm -hmm. I am deciding, but I will say like the second era that I'm planning and like writing for the Joanne phase. A lot of the, like, when I first started doing music, I was kind of told to not do any of that. Like, not to have the theater, not to have the vibrato, not to have, like, all the, like, kind of crazy runs. They wanted, like, very straight pop Mm. vocals, like me and some of the people I worked with, which is why I'm not working with them anymore. Um, Because I felt like it was trying to change, like, something that just really made me me. Like, I don't want to be a carbon copy of anyone else like I want to be authentically Chrissy like I've been online the past like however long I've been mm-hmm. um so yeah I think like this era will finish out and it will be there will be the fun vocals and there may be a valid but like the next era is going to be like I think it's going to be crazy and I'm like really excited to get into it well speaking of that you're talking about like posting online what do you think you're more talented at like your music or online shit posting mm. I think it's on and off. Like, I think it comes in waves. I think specifically right now, I don't feel talented in online shit posting. Mm. And I think it's because I've been doing it so long. I've almost hit not a block, but like a block, I guess. Like, I, I think my mind is like so heavily on music right now. And that's like what I want to do. It's what I've always wanted to do. 
and I want to keep doing, you know, shit posting and like having fun, but I am just like, I've become more serious about the art I'm making. And not that it wasn't serious before, but it was so much more lighthearted than like writing these songs about yeah. my life and like kind of going deep into that, you know? It's also different too, because like now whenever you post online, it's like part of like your brand and like your job almost in a sense. Whereas before it was just like you goofing off in your room during COVID. Oh, exactly. Because also at that point, there was no, I didn't think you could make money off of this. Mm -hmm. Like I, I literally, like truly, it was in between each one of the three jobs. Would I go home, change, make a video, post, go work, come home at night, make another, see it blew up. And it was like, oh, this is so fun. I didn't know management was a thing, like any of that. <laughs> what, what was it like though, like for you, like whenever you woke up one morning and you had like 500,000 likes on a video? I was so confused. Like I, I, I like, don't think I could comprehend that like so many people just saw mm -hmm. my face. I remember like so vividly the first video that ever went viral of mine. It was like me talking about um, some guy who called me like a whore in a Walgreens. Like it was just not... It was just shit posting for like the 10 friends I had who were following me at the time. And it had gone like, it got a million views overnight. And I woke up and I was like at my shift at Starbucks in the bathroom, like checking like, my phone, yeah. Yeah, like hiding away, like, oh, I just need to go pee. And I'm like just on my phone because like every girl does that. Mm -hmm. um, and I was, I first saw that I was getting a bunch of random Instagram followers. And I was like, who set up these bots to follow me? Mm. Like which one of these exes did this to me? And then I checked TikTok and I was like, oh my God, like it was very much an out of body experience. Cause like being viewed on that level is like disorienting. Yeah, I'm also like you, I'm very modest, but I right. also, so I, modest. I also understand what it's like to go through like a wave of like sudden popularity. It's like daunting, it's like scary. It's like yeah. from the middle of nowhere. Why all these people watching me, mm -hmm. like, it's scary. Every move, every uh -huh. move. And then when you become someone that like people look up to, it's like, oh God, I have to maintain this. And like no mistakes can be made mm -hmm. or else I'm letting down thousands of yeah. people and that is like terrifying because it's like at the end of the day like all that popped off when I was like 19 20 years old mm -hmm. like that's still I'm 23 but I see that as like so young and it's like even now I see this as like so young mm -hmm. like having so many people look to you it's like I have had a lot of life experiences that I can speak on and say things about but also it's like I don't know everything mm -hmm. and like as much as like a good example I want to be, I'm still like, I'm still just a girl. I'm yeah. still just figuring it out, you know? Yeah, I was like, I'm just a 23 year old girl. I'm just a 23 year old girl in her teens. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. That's why it's crazy too, because like, because you just put out some videos that people latched onto. Now there's like people that are like, this is an authority on like how to live life. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, yeah, it's so cool in a way, but it's also like a little scary. Cause then if I start like changing, like not, I don't think I'll change like what I've, said or like felt but it's like the more I grow older and I shift like I don't want people to be so attached to that version of me that like mm. this newer version they can't latch on to like that's it makes sense like my followers are just kind of up and down and up and down up and down because I think I'm doing something new like I'm doing something that the audience I've had for like two and a half years isn't used to yeah like this is not what I signed on for absolutely and it's like totally like I get why they'd be leaving and like more coming like it's very much a shift but it is scary to be in that position because it's like, no, like, I don't want to disappoint you. I don't want you to leave, but I want you to follow me and like follow this like journey I'm on. And I want to have them as included as possible. But at the same time, it is like we're going to like grow and change mm -hmm. and be different versions of ourselves. And like it's just like a testament to life, too. It's like people are going to come go like mm -hmm. as you change and you just have to be like, OK, say. <laughs> But with like the influx of like followers and all the love you received, you also received like a lot of negativity, obviously. Yeah. Did, did you get a lot of the negativity just immediately out of the gate or was it like a slow trickle in? I think out of the gate I did because I think everything I do is like polarizing in a way. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think right away there was a lot of men on the internet who were like, I hate her because I would talk so poorly about men. Um, but I was really just talking from like my experience as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult with men that so many people could relate to. And like, it's unfortunate that the shoe fit for them that they had to hate so hard. Like, that's mm. kind of how I saw it. It's like the things I say, like, if it's not about you, you don't need to get offended, but you're only getting offended 
because it like hits you where it hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. It rings a little too true. Yeah. A little too close to home for them. A little too close to home. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's not my responsibility to protect you from. Like, <laughs> I'm just speaking from like my life, like as Chrissy. And if that hurts you, then well, okay. Has it only been online, like the negativity? Or have you had, have you had scary moments like in person? Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of... I've gotten a lot of negativity from just like people in my life, like a lot. Like I think like family. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty not great things um, were happening like that. Just some people were just very not happy with the things I was saying, how I was looking, expressing myself and the way that some things I said hit too close to home. And it's like, well, I wonder why. (laughs) <laughs> I think being someone who just like truly has been traumatized by men at like a younger age, it's just like, I, I think it's just strange for, I think anyone who's like known me like at any, any kind of level to see me grow up, become myself and then start speaking on past experiences. And I think it's like, as a young, like a teen and like kind of a younger kid, like I was so shy and like, so afraid to like speak up or say anything that like this shift was just like absolutely bonkers <laughs> for them like to it, see. Like it was like liberating for you, but it was jarring for them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like I think everyone's like face cracked a little bit and it was just like, what's like, is she okay? What's going on with her? But like didn't want to believe that like I am okay and this is liberating and instead kind of looked at it with a lot of anger and resentment. So it definitely has like kind of affected a lot of my like relationships I had had in my past and like growing up and everything but it has created such better relationships for me now like with chosen family yeah but outside of your relationship with like your fans and your family you also had like your own personal relationships and at one point you were in an abusive one that was like right around the time of like all the TikTok and everything happening was like also about yeah so I had Gotten out of that relationship, I'd say, I think it was March 2020. And I started like really posting on TikTok June 2020. So like there was like a separation mm-hmm. of those two things. But in that time frame before I started posting was like that moment of like figuring myself out. Like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Like, because I think I lost myself and any sense of being a human being so much in that abusive relationship that when I left... I had, like, finally done the hard thing. I, like, finally got out. But then it was, like, part of that fear was being, like, who are you outside of this? Because, like, all I know is, like, this abuse or, like, this, the way I'm being treated, like, the way this person has, like, brought me down to nothing. And so I had to do that self-work and be, like, who are you? Like, who is Chrissy? What is she like? Like, what is she not like? Like, what are boundaries? Like, just kind of, like, being really gentle with myself And I did really start to do that. And then when I got online, it was like kind of a a slower growth. Like I was still doing that, but I was still like, you know, posting like the authentic moments of that shift for me Mm -hmm. and like allowing myself to be funny. Like that was like so liberating for me. Like your your solace was like TikTok and Animal Crossing. Like literally that, (laughs) like literally that. Like I was like, it was so liberating to go online and like make a joke. And to have people laugh at it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I needed. Like, it never was, like, I didn't even know, like, money was involved in this. That's how, like, out of the fucking picture I am. You're you're like, I'm just here for validation. Like, I didn't know you could make money. Absolutely. And then it was, like, so jarring to me that other people were getting validation from me. Because I was like, what? I don't know anything about this. But then I was like, wait, I do. Like, I don't need, I didn't need to, like be this person for the past, like, however many years to, like, know what I'm talking about. Mm. Like, and I think it was so authentic. And the things I say now are so authentic because it really just, like, it is as I go kind of thing. Like, Mm. I don't have it all figured out, but I'm okay with that. But I'm going to speak on what I know right now. Yeah. And how it works for me today. It's like with your journey and getting into one of the more pivotal aspects of it, as I said, was Animal Crossing. Right. Um, pivotal. Yeah. One thing about that is it was pivotal. Yeah. <laughs> but starting your new like little Animal Crossing family, did you have any remorse for leaving behind your Webkins family? Oh, how would you know? <laughs> did you not feel like you abandoned your family? Like, no, like I really did. Like the thing is, it's like, okay, I was such a Webkins kid. Like 
for my birthday and for any event or like whatever it was for like five years straight, I would only ask for webkins. Mm -hmm. So I had like 50 of them. I had a badge on webkins. And so it was a little like crazy when I was like 21 years old, not playing webkins anymore. Mm -hmm. And I had moved on to a game that wasn't webkins and I had to have a new family. It was like, I'm leaving something behind, but Mm. maybe we just have to. Your login might still work. Can you try it? Oh my God. At the end, we're going to check in. We're going to check in on the webkins. My username was happy1114. What was your password? Can't say. I'll log in for you. (laughs) I'll tell you. Is it a password you still use? Your webkins password? (laughs) I like actually have no clue. I have two ideas of what it could be. Okay. One may be my name. Okay. <laughs> but the other one, it's, it's, I'm not sure. Okay. We're going to figure it out. Okay. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if we can uh, hack it and get right. back to it. We Re- reunite to. you with your family. Please. <laughs> On Animal Crossing, did you ever evict one of the villagers because they were ugly? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would like hit them with like, I'd like hit them with the shovel oh and like gosh. put trash cans in front of their house so they would leave and it worked. Like, I don't know. It's just like, why were ugly people coming to Slutville? Which was mm. the name of mine, but I spoke I two U's because yeah, yeah. Slutville. It's, yeah, like it's Swedish. It's Swedish or yeah. whatever. Like I saw it. It was the name of a chair at Ikea. I thought it was cute. Exactly. And they allowed it. Yeah. Do you feel that discriminated against and evicting someone based off their appearance in Animal Crossing is a modern-day form of gentrification. Mm. Smooth brain. Uh, say it again. <laughs> Deflecting. <laughs> um, okay, back on topic. So, with, like, growing your following online, though, like TikTok, going from, like, 1 million followers to 3, I think you're, like, 5 million now. Mm-hmm. At what point did you say, I want to weaponize this following to become a pop star? Oh my God. I think it was, I've always wanted to, mm-hmm. like, as I built, I was like, when, when did you think it started? When did it start to cement that it might be a reality or possibility even? Last year. Definitely. It was like last year, like this time, last year, this time is actually exactly when I wrote, I'm so hot, which is like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like something I would say, like, I'm so hot was like, that is something I would say on TikTok word for word. Yeah. So it's going to be easier to cross platform to another thing. Because it's not so out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. It, it, you, you don't have like multiple Chrissies in different places. Like they all kind of tie into each other. Absolutely. I feel like you're really smart too. Like the way you marketed it. Because like before I even knew you were releasing music, I was hearing that TikTok audio. Before I even saw your TikToks promoting it, I saw other people doing little dances and stuff. Oh, no way. But how scary was it for you like filming those TikToks? Like how hard was it for you to fight the cringe of like doing the dances in public? Because I, I feel like with stuff like that, like there's a certain level of cringe you have to overcome. Yeah. But once you break through, like it becomes iconic. Absolutely. But it's hard to get to past that point. And there's a way you have to get past it. I think I literally had to just be like, I'm going to die one day. <laughs> like I'm literally. Not like you had to get existential before each TikTok. No, like actually, like so often, because so many of my TikToks are filmed outside too, mm. especially some of my older ones. Like so much of it, like I just had to be like, like, I literally just have to say whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, like, these people passing me in the street, like, they're going to see me and they're going to go, that girl's weird. And then they're probably going to remember it, but they're not going to know who the fuck that was. Yeah. And, like, that's what kept me going because mm-hmm. I was, like, whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be personal. Like, people thinking I'm weird is, like, the least of my problems. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I did, I did truly have to get past the cringe and just be, like, this is for something bigger. Mm-hmm. And it's for a couple likes. Yeah. And that's what I need. Like, honestly, if people in the background are staring, that's good for the algorithm. It's I'm more saying, engaging. I'm saying exactly that. And it just like even just posting it was so scary because I was like, this is so important to me mm-hmm. that I had to like let go of all expectation. Just be like, if it flops, it flops. And like, that's mm-hmm. fine. And I can't like let myself stop making music because one song doesn't do well. What, what, what's been the piece of content that you've created that flop the hardest for you where you're like you had so much faith in it and it just I think a lot of my content (laughs) most of it like I would say well something I think all the time is that like 30 like out of like all the content I've made like 30% of it goes viral 70 doesn't Mm -hmm. but like the thing about TikTok is just like you just have to keep posting like every day and you just like take it down and repost it later yeah or you just take it down do another version of it and it goes viral it's just like that's the algorithm of TikTok. Like, there is no rhyme or reason why your video isn't doing well. 
unless it's a community guideline or whatever. But like, if it's just a video, like, if it doesn't do well, it really doesn't have anything to do with what I had to learn. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Like, I could say the same thing in just like a different tone in a different location and it will. Mm -hmm. It's like, just like the luck of the draw. So like, yeah, except for you person watching this, yours is flopping because mm -hmm. you suck. You suck. Yeah. Make better content. Try harder. I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm so humble. <laughs> no. Be more than just a girl. Be more than just a girl. Because I'm just a girl. Mm -hmm. And you can't be me. There's the guidance that you needed. All the people watching, you're looking for like the piece that what message to take away this to you. drive you. Right. You will never be Chrissy Shopeka. You can never be me. Just so kidding. find yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Try harder. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever you move to Chicago, uh, a lot of people don't know that like, you actually have like some ties to like the drag scene. When how did you get into the Chicago drag scene? I would just go with my like queer friends to mm. all the shows. I'd like always be in the front, always be tipping, always be recording them, putting them on my stories. Like you were like this, like the supportive mom. I was like I really was, and like I I just adored that. Like I think I don't know. Like I've just always like as like growing up to like watching Drag Race, I would watch it on one, two, three movies and get so many viruses on my phone. But I'd be watching like like pheromone and I'd be like, she's so pretty. Like, this is just like amazing, you know? And like, that was like the pop culture I was into. It was like musical theater and drag race. Yeah, you're like, I don't know what's going on with geopolitics. No. But I know who pheromone is. I do know who pheromone is and I love her. Yeah. <laughs> I like adore Delano, just like those girls. I just like, like I, I really connected with them like as I like was growing up and like a, as a teenager and like a young adult and like now it's like, so when I got to go to like a local scene, it was just like, oh, like mm -hmm. this is like amazing. And then I had met Ramona Slick, who's like my drag mother, like who had adopted me. She was just like, girl, you're a drag queen. Like, like Tarzan, like I'm her mother now. No, literally. And she's helped me with everything. She helped me with my I'm So Hot music video. She's like styled me for shows. Like she really like takes care of me like as a mom like and I think pop stars are drag queens also mm -hmm. like that's literally a form of like drag and so I don't think I'd also be able to wear what I wear or, like be the person I am without being so influenced by that growing up so like the answer to the question earlier like what is a bimbo like it's just it's just a girl who watched too much drag race <laughs> it's literally just that's... a girl who watched so much drag race yeah on one two three movies though on one, two, three movies because we couldn't afford the subscription. We could not afford it, and I'm sorry. Like, I also couldn't keep up. Like, why are we changing platforms all the time? Mm. I'll text Rue and let her know. Yeah, that, it's like, like, hey, sis. Hey, sis, like, can we just keep it on one thing? Like, can it mm. just stay on, like, Paramount Plus? Like, who's MTV? Yeah. But, like, um, anyway, <laughs> just my one note. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute to share her password with you. It's, yeah. Oh, it's and fine. that's so true until they take that away. That's one, like, a, a crazy thing about Drag Race is um, when you get on the show, they don't give you a login code. You don't get a login code. Really? I was on the season actively. I was going to a gig, getting ready for like to do a show. And my episode was on like an episode I was on. And I was just in the hotel room bootlegging it because someone was like streaming it on a TikTok live. And I was just watching it on there. You're joking. Yeah, because I didn't have a login. I was like, I was, like, and I also like fresh off Drag Race. I don't have any money. So I was like, right. I have to bootleg this. Wait, that's so funny. Mm -hmm. And they clogged me in the comments. Like, someone made a joke. They're like, oh, Maddie Morbis, it's funny. And they're like, wait. And then they realized it was actually me. You're like, yeah, guys, hey. Like, yeah. I'm just watching, like, you guys. Yeah, just like, don't mind me. Wait, just... they would at least let you watch your show for free, I would think. You would think. You would think. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll text Rue. I'll text you. Yeah. I'll text her. I'll text yeah, I'll her, text too. Her. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love her. Well, you being the girl in the front row, like, cheering for everyone, not to profile you, did you ever go to a show with a hard front, colorful Party City wig? Yes or no? No. Were you ever okay? You were never that girl. No, because I had like pink hair. Oh, okay. I've been like a pink or blonde girl. Oh, okay. You were never that basic. Like you were like, yeah. No. I had the extension. You, 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 you were so like, you, you were a little out of theater enough that you were a little alt, so you weren't okay. No, yeah, I was like cool. I would say, but like not super. Like I like some things I was doing like were a little atrocious. Like my eyebrows, like that's one thing I can mm. never get right. Like I think they're fine now, but also like don't mm. look at them and don't judge. Me. Whenever people like were like brushing their eyebrow hairs up and like everyone had really bushy brows. Oh, I was so that girl for a really long time. I was like, why are we doing this? I was that like 
up until like recently. Like I think I'm a little that currently. Well, some people it's like jarring. Yeah, where it's like it's like you're a, a you're a sorority girl wearing like an oversized t-shirt and like jogging shorts. Those brows don't match anything else you have going on right now. Okay, that's true because I think everything else I like wear kind of balanced it out. It was like that girl's crazy. There, yeah, there's also like cohesiveness. Yeah. But if you like throw a trend on, it doesn't match anything else. It's like that what are you doing? That's so true. Like not the sorority girls with the Anastasia yeah. brows. Like that, that was a trip. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, like what's going on over there? What's going on over there? Everyone's walking their own paths, you know? Hey, and that's what we have to remember. Yeah. All you have to remember is just like live your life mm-hmm. and just know that you will never be Chrissy Shabeka. And you're never going to be <laughs> me. What do you think is the biggest misconception people have about you? I think, um, oh, I think a lot of people think I'm like not mean, but like I think people are very surprised at how nice I am, like in person. Do you think that people think you're mean because you make TikTok saying to hit people with their cars? Probably, Maybe but it's like, don't. In. Don't judge a book by their cover or the things they say on the internet. Yeah. Don't judge a book by its cover or the things it says and does. Yeah. Like, stop yeah. judging people for what they do and say. Circling back to your music career, if there's any person you like, your dream collab. Ooh. Or let's let's do two. Let's do one, like, dream collab will manifest it. Something that's, like, realistic in the short term. Mm-hmm. And dream collab, like, long-term ultimate dream. I don't know what's, like, realistic in the short term. Like, someone that's, like, attainable, it could happen in a few years. Hmm. I mean, I would really, I would really, you know, hope for a Slater collab. Like, I think that would be absolutely incredible. I still think that's, like, I don't know how obtainable that is, but, like, that is definitely, like, mm-hmm. my dream. I just, like, love her as an artist mm-hmm. so much. And then I think, like, like, probably never gonna happen vibes like lady gaga i would die for a lady gaga collab Mm -hmm. like she would never look me in the eye i'm sure but like we're gonna manifest it it's not even gonna be a chrissy feature she's gonna be featured on your song oh my god yeah i would sob like i could die but what if like you finally get to that point and it's like a jazz album a jazz album yeah one of her jazz oh and you know i would do it yeah did you not know i was in the top jazz choir two years in a row and she only wants you to scat and I would do it. I was a scatter. Right, we don't even know about your personal life. You knew? Oh, well. <laughs> Not like you just took that photo of me out <laughs> and said, look at this. Wait, I, okay. I, that was just for like a little like funzy thing. Okay. There's just one right. off. It's an isolated. You just don't want to hear about my love for jazz. That, that was an isolated incident. Okay. Right. Right. But uh, okay. Last question. Most important one. With the music you're putting out, can we expect a saxophone solo? <laughs> I'm gonna cry. There, saxophone was really big, big like ten years ago. It oh it can make a comeback. Look at the part. Look at the part I did. I put it right here, mm-hmm. and I was like, all the cool girls are doing this. They are parting their hair, and they're definitely playing the saxophone. That big ass one, whatever it's called. Like a, I think an alto, alto, right? No, alto. I played the alto sax. Or is that like baritone? this? Is the baritone? I think. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, you're probably like three foot in that picture. So I, this I was like exactly like 11 mm. years old in this. Yeah. But I mean, with Lizzo, oh Lizzo incorporating the flute. When can we expect the saxophone solo? So you doing this is so funny because actually like me and my producers have been like, we need to get you a saxophone to do like to just gag mm-hmm. everyone and be like, wait, she can play the saxophone like I we you I mean like you outed me a little bit because it was like this was gonna be a whole scheme but like also at the same time like yeah like there will be one day mm-hmm. I just need to get a saxophone but those are like expensive mm-hmm. like why are let's they let's get you a little Amazon one it'd be fine and Amazon I feel like those have had to be like 200 bucks or something how do you have a pool but 200 bucks is so daunting for you you have a pool in LA, but you're like 200 bucks for a saxophone. Could and you know work? what? The thing is, I grew up poor, and so anything is gonna make me go. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You're like the light bill. Ooh, maybe I can just keep it dark for a month. That's no, a little. Like, actually, something me and my roommate did talk about. Like, <laughs> like insane. We got our water bill back, and we we're like, we should just not use water. <laughs> no, it's absurd. Like, I, me and my roommate, like cried. Like, we were like, oh, this, this might be it for us. Well, unfortunately, that is the last of my cards and the last uh, of the time we have today. But before you go, I actually wanted to give you a gift. And it's not actually not even a gift for you. It's a gift for seven-year-old Chrissy. Not it's, the bump 
<laughs> it's the bump it you always wanted. I wanted one of these so bad. Mm -hmm. How did you know this? Not the deep dive you did in my life. No, like I've actually been thinking about these lately. Mm -hmm. I was like, how do we bring back the bump it? I was surprised uh, they still made them. Like you could bring them at, bring them back, make I them make them bimbo for again. I'm going to do it. The minute this episode drops, you're going to see me with a bump it in. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like, lives were changed. New era. New era. She's mm -hmm. a new girl with a bump it. Yeah. Sponsored by Bump It. And make sure to buy Chrissy's new album, Bump It Up, on Am now available on iTunes. <laughs> I almost said HBO Max. On like, HBO but... Max, the documentary. <laughs> yeah, it's a documentary around these. <laughs> me and my bump it up session. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, new era. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. But yeah, th well, that's the end of our time. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. But Chrissy, where can people find you? Do you have any like tours, shows coming up, social medias? Obviously, they're probably already following you on TikTok, but where else can they find you? Oh my God. Well, you'll find me TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all those things. Chrissy Shapeka. And I have a show coming up in New York, uh, September 19th at Elsewhere. So catch me there. I'll be headlining it. Um, in October, I'm at Subculture, and we've got some more stuff on the way that I can't tell you about yet, but just know there are announcements coming, so. But yeah, that is the end of our time today. Uh, join us next time whenever we have somebody else. Bye. And until then, bye guys. Give It To Me Straight is brought to you by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted, produced, and edited by me, Maddie Morphosis. With audio editor, Margot Padilla. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. M. Oh. M. Mom!